everyone. Thanks for joining us on Asking for a Friend, a podcast for women created by New Hope Community Church. The phrase and hashtag, asking for a friend, is used in sarcasm after asking an embarrassing question, indicating that it's so awkward it must be asked under the guise of a helpful friend. This discussion group was born out of a desire to talk openly about things that are often considered taboo or stay hidden in general, but especially in the church. Statistics show that the issues we will cover affect women within the church as much as those who don't consider themselves churchgoers, so let's talk about them. The first and very simple purpose of this group is to let women know that they are not alone. Across social media and even in person, we always show the best of ourselves, leading us to believe that nobody else has the same struggles as we do. This is such a lonely feeling and only leads to discouragement. This is a lie that we hope to expose by the time our discussion is over. Also, studies show that one of the reasons current generations don't consider going to church is that the church is not open to messy discussions and believe that Christians think they have all the answers. The second purpose of this discussion group is to show that this group of women admits we don't have simple solutions to life's questions, and we recognize that we never arrive but will be working through these issues during our lifelong journey. The third purpose of this group is to give practical suggestions and spiritual counsel to others based on the experience of our guests and the resources we've put together. Specifically, we will recommend resources from Right Now Media, a video resource library called the Netflix of Bible Studies. For your free access, text right now, space, N-H-C-C-M-N to 41411. As we listen to one another's stories and are bold in sharing our own, we can create a community where we are all fully known and fully loved. Because this is a safe space and the issues are sensitive, we will not be sharing the names of our guests. If you have questions about a particular guest or story, please contact us and we will connect you. All right, today's session is called One Body, Many Parts. The topic is on personalities, how women can understand and support each other. The verse that I picked out is 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 14. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we all were baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Um, And there's a few right now media resources. All the ones about women for women's ministry were really good. So I have a few. Um, one is Bad Girls of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have heard about that. That's old. Um, around yeah. A while. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. book is cool, but the lady yeah. who yeah. speaks is Southern and it's like hilarious. But oh, yeah. the woman She's at awesome. the well. Yeah. yeah. Is it that? Is it Curtis Hicks? Yes. Yes. Curtis Hicks. It's so Southern. But yep. the one on the She's woman at the well was so cool. I guess that's mm-hmm. the the longest recorded conversation between Jesus and an individual was the woman at the well. But sure. I love so bad girls of the Bible is one. <laughs> um but other resources that I'll put comments um put links in the comments we're gonna talk about Myers Briggs type indicator. We're gonna talk about the Enneagram test and then we'll maybe sprinkle in um but you can look more yourself into Strengths Finder, Love Languages and Spiritual Gifts.
Mm-hmm. And I like knowing all of those about myself, right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. just because they kind of work together. It's fun to see across all of them right. what your trends yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to start off by saying, of course, this is from a Christianity Today article. Of course, like any self-assessment tool or personality test, there is a danger in making specifically the Enneagram more than it is. It is um it is simply one useful tool as we journey toward understanding who we are, who God is, and who we are in relation to God. By itself, the test doesn't have much to offer, but when combined with prayer, Bible study, and other spiritual practices, it can be extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think we're just going to start by doing a quick rundown of what do these even mean. Um, a lot of people have never heard of them. <clears throat> I learned about them in college as a psychology major, um, but... I think we're going to just do a quick rundown. And can you talk, Emily, about how you've used this in your job? Uh, I think you did a training. or Yeah, so we did, um, I don't know if we have that one listed, but um, so five voices is another test. Um, there are so many. And that one takes the Myers-Briggs, um, so the 16 personality types, And then it breaks it down and simplifies it into five different categories, which is really great because Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about trying to remember them all, remembering yours and then four more is a little bit easier. You can kind of um, find the different trends within each category. So when you're sitting in a meeting with people, you can listen to them and you'll start to hear like, oh, I'm hearing this value come from you. Mm -hmm. You might be, you know, one of these or Mm -hmm. whatever. So... That one's fun, and I'm actually going to be certified in it in the next couple months. So, if anyone has any questions, yeah, (laughs) yeah, so that's five voices. The five voices, yeah. Since we're we're okay with saying names, do you want to say your name? Yeah, Emily Nordic, um, and I'm obviously on this Facebook group, and you guys can send me a personal message. Love to exchange numbers, um, do a Zoom call, whatever. So, yep, cool. And had been going to the Isani campus when we were. Prior to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre. Pre-COVID. All right. Yeah. Do you want to give us a quick rundown? I can. Right. So there are, let's see. Okay. So Myers-Briggs. So going back, um, and those are the 16 personality types. So there's one, two, three. There's four different categories. And I've labeled them as energy, thinking, um, and then what you're leading with when you're thinking, and then how you organize. Hmm. So, starting with energy, there's the um, the letter E and the letter I. So that's the extroversion versus introversion. So extroversion, um, you're very express expressionate. Um, you're very active, active, enthusiastic. Um, you're kind of that person that walks in the room and um, really wants to go and talk to people, and um, you're really comfortable meeting new people. Um, and the opposite end of the spectrum is the introvert. Um, which we found sure. out we all are. I was going to say Sitting we're here, all. we found out we all are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're that person that's probably going to be at the party, and you're more of the receiver. So you'll, an extrovert would probably walk up to you. You wouldn't necessarily walk up to that person. Not that you couldn't. Um, mm-hmm. So you're receiving. Um, you're more contained, uh, more interested in intimate conversations, reflective and quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, so introverted versus extroversion. Mm-hmm. Um, And then just to say, too, and we were kind of talking about this before, is that um, it's really kind of on this um, spectrum. spectrum. (laughs) So you can be super, super extroverted or super, super introverted, or you can be somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm somewhere in the middle. 
I'm what an omnivert. Ambivert. Ambivert. Yes. Does, okay. does the scale yeah. put you on a depending the, on the test you on take? The test, yeah, okay, I think there's some that because mm-hmm. I think the test I took put me on yes a scale on where I was too. and like some of them I was like whoa yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh so it's kind of <laughs> right. cool when you have that yeah because you see it like how strong you are mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know strong is the right word but. yes yeah. Yeah. And that's so important to know because when you're mm-hmm. reading through it and you're like, this, like, I match up with this, this, and this, but none of these. Mm-hmm. And that would probably mean you're somewhere on the spectrum and yeah. so you can relate to both. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, um, okay. So I call that category energy because if you're extroverted, you're going to be out there and you're going to gain yeah. energy from meeting new people. And yeah. if you're introverted, like all of us, yeah. <laughs> you're going to gain energy from like sitting in your quiet place, reading a book. Yeah. Sipping tea if you're like yeah, yeah. and buy a heater. Okay, yeah, <laughs> hey, it's the winter anyway. <laughs> All year round. Yeah. Speaking of being alone, I've literally been playing solitaire recently. Oh my <laughs> I talked Gracie, and now I'm like addicted to solitaire. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I know. That's yeah. wrong word. Well, being alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gather energy. Mm-hmm. Yep, energy. Um, okay, so then the second category is thinking. So that's the S and the N on the Myers-Briggs indicator. That's the second space. Um, So sensing versus intuition. So let's start with sensing. If you are sensing, um, you're going to be one of those, they call it like in-the-box thinkers. So you want concrete, realistic, practical, um, and traditional. So you're thinking inside the box and kind of perfecting that box too, I like to say. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And... I want to say, like, you're definitely not boring if you're in the box because it's a good place to be. We need people that are in the box. Um, If you think about, like, our government system and how wonderfully it works when it works, you know, you go and you get your um, photo ID and they've got all the paperwork there for you and everything's Mm -hmm. very regulated. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are all the sensing people. Shout out to Sue Radzi. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then on the other side of that is that's the um, intuition. So you are that imaginative, um, abstract thinker. You like concepts, theories, and anything that's original. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're that out-of-the-box thinker. And to put that in perspective, you're probably the one that, like, invented the wheel. You're like, this round thing is going to, I'm going to put it under here, and it's just going to (laughs) go. And then the sensing person is like, okay, I see your round thing. Yeah, Yeah. and they're like, let me, like, put processes around this and speed limits. And (laughs) we're going to have stop signs. (laughs) So that's your thinking Um, and where you kind of fall in there again in the spectrum Mm -hmm. um, that one's funny because I'm I'm, I'm very much an intuitive (laughs) Mm -hmm. so they're all like oh the crazy abstractness I'm like that's yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so moving on to the third category and that's um, I think the best way I'm able to explain this is that's kind of like what you're leading with when you're thinking Um, so you go decision making yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the thinker versus the feeler, so the T mm-hmm. and the F. Mm-hmm. So the thinker wants logic, reasonable, um, they're questioning things, um, they're kind of those critical um, facts. Facts, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they have to have facts. I think that's the, the biggest thing to know about thinkers. If you're talking to someone who has the thinker and you're trying to, like, get them to go your way, give them the facts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Works every time. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the feeling. So then you have the empathetic, compassionate, um, accommodating, accepting, and tender. Mm-hmm. Um, so a good example of this is if you are late for work and your boss is a thinker, 
they're going to say, what are the rules? You are five minutes late. That means you have, you know, a mark, um, you know, on mm-hmm. your, on your resume or whatever, your record. Time card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the thinking boss. And then, okay, you come in to work and let's say you have a feeling boss. The feelings boss is going to go, why are you late? And you could say, well, Mm-hmm. you know, I had kids that were sick. I had to bring them to the babies or wherever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm late because, you know, this, this, that, and the other happened. Mm-hmm. And the thinking boss is going to say, okay, I feel like you have a really good, you know, explanation. You're obviously like not just sleeping in or being late because you're late. You're late for a reason. So mm-hmm. I'm going to like let you go on this one. Mm-hmm. So that's the contrast of the thinking versus the feeling um, you're putting into context of work, of course. Sure. But that thinking is going to say like, okay, everything has to be fair to everybody. You know, mm-hmm. these are the rules. Everyone has to follow them. And then the feeler is going to say, well, I see what you're saying about the rules, but there's exceptions because, mm-hmm. you know, we have this compassion for people right. who need you know yeah the rules but there's always an exception in the rule yes. <laughs> yeah. and I'm an F so I'm always like yep there's an exception yeah there's yeah. other reasons Wendy says what are facts just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hi Wendy <laughs> I love it. Last, <laughs> last category. I know so what you are, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would get along. <laughs> um, the last one is the organization. Um, so that's the J versus P or judging versus perceiving. Um, so the judging is that you're systematic, you're very planned, um, you're early starting, scheduled, and methodical. So if you're thinking about working on a project, you are probably that person that, or you might be the person that, um, like, literally plans it all. Okay, so on day one, I'm going to get all these tasks done. Day two, I'm going to get all these tasks done. This is my husband. Day three, we're going to do all of this. <laughs> and they've got it planned out until, you know, this day we're going to end. end. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, like, a little bit of wiggle room in there just yeah. in case. Um, and then there's the perceiving, which is, like, me, <laughs> the opposite of my husband, and I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants. I, yeah, yeah, totally. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, like even for this meeting, I'm like, I'll just talk and it'll go well. <laughs> <laughs> Versus, you know, I have some notes, but yeah, yeah. It, it's very. I'll just talk and it'll go well. <laughs> Which it is. You're doing great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> some people can kind of relate to that is they're like we'll just see how it goes you yeah. know mm-hmm. it'll be fine yeah I think you see this very time. much when you're planning a trip or like yes. vacation oh, yes. or whatever yeah that's absolutely. how I always think of it because mm-hmm. I'm like if we go this way we can see this mm-hmm. and then we'll go and we'll do that and you know Brian's a J2 but the other type of person's like let's just drive yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm like I'll make a playlist mm-hmm. and they're like yeah. we'll listen to the radio yeah. right right, <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, I was telling yeah. Emily earlier, I'm kind of, I was a 50-50 J uh-huh. and P, so I can go back and forth between the two. Yep. And you were saying, I'm a pressure J, so like, oh, explain sure, that, because sure. I thought that was really <laughs> interesting. Cool. Yeah, so that brings us back to like the spectrum. So yeah. you could be mm-hmm. a total J, where you have to have everything in order, mm-hmm. or a total P, where you're like, I'm not planning anything. And what you're saying is that you're right in the middle. Um, and that's kind of that pressure prompted one where you need that deadline and the pressure of that deadline. <laughs> Love to deadlines. Get you going. <laughs> yep. So if someone has something like kind of floating in the air, like someday we'll get this done for right. you. You're like, but when, because mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Like it just isn't going to be on your priority list. Right. So Ever. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you've got other things you're planning. <laughs> when I'm done with this, I have to go home and write a post that's due at midnight. So oh, that's right. 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 
I was wondering about the, um, and maybe we'll get into it, but when you see yourself change um, through, oh yes, you know, time, time with it. And I know the Enneagram says that your number doesn't, your, your core number doesn't change, but they mm-hmm. talked about yeah. how you change. That's so funny. We and just had a, a guest online say, I used to be a P, yeah. but I'm more J as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. And I would yeah. say... Mm-hmm. Out of necessity. Out of necessity. <laughs> well, yeah. and when you are maybe married to the opposite number, letter, <laughs> sorry, you <laughs> <laughs> say number, <laughs> um, you learn to flex, yeah. I think... And appreciate and appreciate mm-hmm. that opposite, and and give a little bit more. So maybe you better, or there's trouble. Well, yeah, <laughs> adaptability, yeah, flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm guessing that's normal. That's a totally. Yeah. But you might still score kind of yeah. in your heart of hearts, like think, what you would yeah, prefer. Yeah, I think Myers Briggs yeah, is like a I, core response. Yeah. Like yeah. Your natural yeah. inclination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. your natural inclination is to be more, you know, this, this side or this yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Kind of like yeah. But yeah. in perfect world, what would you? And when you take right, when you take you the three yeah. Myers Briggs test, I think it says answer quickly. Yes. kind of or like right. don't yes. read into it right. too much. So go with your yep. gut and just like, like go with that's the first me. Choice. That's me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've tried to manipulate those tests too, just to see. And it's still like I still kind of get them. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) I'm also ADHD. (laughs) What test is that? It's the shiny things test. Yeah, okay. Well, no, but yeah, we we have a few other people saying that they're a pressure P. Yeah, yeah. Pressure P. Pressure pressure J. Pressure J. Oh, pressure J. Pressure prompted J. So you need that deadline. To get no, your wait, plan. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Pressure prompted J. From I'm, I'm thinking of what I am. A oh. pressure prompted J. So he is the I'll only be a J. Yeah. With that oh, deadline. I see Otherwise, I'd be. Got it. So very P all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm going to be apologizing. <laughs> this whole interview. So Myers Briggs was my first introduction. To anything and I like it more than Enneagram because there's 16 types instead of the nine but with the Enneagram you have the wings which is interesting too and we'll maybe talk about that but mm-hmm. um yeah but it was so fun seeing the description and the one Myers-Briggs site gives you kind of a description of your type um in work in a relationship yeah. as a parent you mm-hmm. know in those different categories yeah. so it's really fun and really eerie to be like that's me that's me that's me too and it's just like kind of refreshing like oh there's a whole group of people out there like me but then to go deeper and understand Mm -hmm. how do I apply this knowledge the Enneagram does that to life yeah now too which is really cool yeah they'll do yep Mm -hmm. in your job and even I saw something like in specific jobs I think Mm -hmm. they were looking yeah Mm -hmm. but then they talk about in relationships Mm -hmm. and spiritually yeah. And so mm-hmm. it is cool. Huh. I like the use of the Myers Briggs for like team building. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's probably how I primarily yeah. use it. I yeah. I had to do a, um, I don't think it was a Myers Briggs. I can't remember which one it was, but assessment for a previous job. And then the manager did not want to see anyone's answers. 
And so it was like, you just, I was excited. So I was like, hey, we're doing some team building. I'm yeah. going to get to know my coworkers yeah. and we're going to like maybe fix some problems here. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of dysfunction. <laughs> and, uh, and then she was like, that, that was for your personal thing. I don't want to see oh, them. You don't have to oh. share them. And it was like all of the potential was just thrown yeah. in the garbage. Yeah. Uh, it could have been a really big growing point. Yeah, it yeah, could have, really. especially because, like, with a whole sitting around the t- t- table yeah. for a meeting, yeah, you could see how the dynamics would be, right? Like, just brought to light. And then you can appreciate and each you can, other a little and bit you can more, have a little more right? Compassion. Understanding mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I have some of the benefits of personality inventories: is identify your own strengths, help you understand others better, mm-hmm. what drives them, inspires them, worries them, mm-hmm. um, give you valuable insight to your stress reactions. Um, grow and appreciate other individuals, um, deepen relationships with others. And then I put down two ministry placement, training, appreciation. You know, Sue is very intentional on like the ways that she thanks people. And Bev Pettit used to be too, like this person wants a phone call. This person would love a note or a Mm -hmm. gift. So Mm kind of goes hand in hand with love languages Mm -hmm. and, you know, helping people see where do they fit in ministry and Yep. And things like that. It's a great point. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do um, like the love languages, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the love Very languages helpful. are a great yep. tool yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I've tried to manipulate that one, too. The love language? <laughs> I know, me, too. It's gifts. Yeah, yeah really, it's gifts. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, we have a question saying, do you think it's possible to be different depending on your work versus your home life? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at work if you're under a lot of pressure then at home you're like I don't want to have a to-do list like yeah. Yeah. don't give me any yeah. well an introversion and extroversion for sure yeah like you know when I was here on Sundays had to talk to everybody right. I really enjoyed it but I was literally like exactly well, talk to me for 15 minutes when yeah. I get yeah. home yeah. Like, yeah. you know <laughs> just so, 15 yeah <laughs> Totally alone. Hours, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I know. Well, I was gonna say that's kind my of kids a little need a bit. bit. Yeah. No, but like nobody taught. Like keep the kids away. Yeah. Like right. fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 will curl up in my corner of silence. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think we need focusing in introversion, on, extroversion. If you have sure. to use extroversion yeah. a lot, and then mm-hmm. you come home, you can maybe yeah go back yeah. to your mm-hmm. right. Or if you have to be very deadline at work, yeah. Maybe at home you don't want to. Utilize that, that schedule. schedule. Yeah. 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 Even the um, thinking versus feeling. Mm-hmm. So I work in a very corporate environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, in the segment of, that I work in is in insurance. So it's very much about facts and what are the concrete answers. Um, so at work, I'm very much a, having to be a T. Right. Having yeah. to push myself to be a T. Where yeah. on the spectrum, I am all the, you know, all the way on the feelings. Right. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally different. Um, and sometimes I think, too, like, if I had a friend that would come over and, you know, we would kind of just chit-chat and hang out. And then, like, someone that would, like, come and, like, see me at work. And, like, I feel like I'd be this totally different, like, yeah. angle of myself because I don't use those feelings as much at work because mm-hmm. that's just not yeah. what we're focusing on. So yeah. I feel like different. it's good to know yourself if you're having to be on opposite ends of the spectrum. Depending on work and home, you might be in a wrong job. Like, if your preference and your your joy <laughs> comes from being a certain way and you can't be that way at work, maybe that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's that's a good thing to bring out. That's a good thing to It's something to think about for sure. Because when mm-hmm. you yeah. first wanted to volunteer, it was, like, 
helping connect with people and go gather testimonies of people and all that. But your job was very corporate. And I asked you, I was like, are you very like literal task type of person or are you very (laughs) social, whatever? Mm Because what you do and what you said you want to do don't go together. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, to me, if you, if you hate going to work and it, it goes against who you are, maybe it's not a great job for you. I don't know. (laughs) Well, and also, well, I don't know. That's interesting. But I also think of like, maybe you want to get outside of your box too, because Mm -hmm. I'm a nurse Mm -hmm. and maybe I don't want to be the nurse in another realm. Mm -hmm. Maybe if like, I do that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's a little, that's a little bit different of a um, career because I like, like, I appreciate being asked about to be an extrovert. Kind of being the person of like, oh, I'll ask Candice because she, you know, Mm -hmm. knows kids and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Issues. Right. Rashes. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a like, lot of nurses are actually. Yeah. Um, right? yeah. But it's probably pretty. Oh, it's again. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Right. right. That's the, the interesting thing I think about like, like professions. Mm-hmm. I you can get all types of people. Yeah. yeah. And that's the whole cool thing about like a team builder mm-hmm. approach is like yeah. all yeah. can kind of offer different. Thing mm-hmm. at the job you wouldn't want all certain people running something I, I don't think it would be um productive or efficient you're right because yeah. like you're missing a whole point yeah. of something you're you need creative people even yep. when you're yeah. building a house yep. or, right yeah yeah and yeah. you need it in in intricate um jobs like even like if you think of surgeons or yeah. parts of um i mean i'm in the healthcare area but it's like mm-hmm. No, we're gonna like, crash and burn if there if it's all certain types of people because mm-hmm. yeah things change and you have to be able to so true adapt yeah mm-hmm. and create mm-hmm. so and sometimes to, to the opposite of what you were saying there sometimes if you hate your job or something maybe mm-hmm. that is an indicator you're not mm-hmm. in the right career but sometimes if you're in the sometimes you want to be able to feed off of that opposite mm-hmm. or like push yourself outside of your boundaries I know there are certain personalities mm-hmm. that like to be pushed. Mm-hmm. And like I don't always want to be boxed in because I'm a F. I always have to be doing something that's F yeah. related. Yeah. Right, right, right. I want like you were saying. I have to use my thinking skills. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. to yeah. or pushing. So sometimes I want to be pushed. So it's kind of just like that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> listening to and wise counsel and right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I don't. So I don't know what the um, Myers Briggs pushes out so some I heard for Enneagram sometimes they'll put um you'll see these types as this in this oftentimes but they they're trying not to put it in the box but you yeah. can they see them it, like so I, I don't know did you see like that this written? type I'm like is it ever, is called the architect oh oh they, right. yeah. so they say that's right yeah that's career, the career fits that. might be yes yeah. and this and this and this right, you right. know suggestions but yeah there's mm-hmm. that's right all types of people yeah. in every career but, mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. some are like more like the servers or the helpers mm-hmm. yeah i don't remember all the types but i mean yeah oh. yeah there's like the actress or the, the advocate oh the advocate. The, the, i'm one. the advocate or the yeah. oh yes. counselor or whatever yes. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's a performer Performer, that's performer, what it is. Performer, yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're super fun. Mediator. <laughs> um, the performers are, I want to be a performer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, someone, performer. someone just put the link to the um, 
Myers-Briggs test in the comments. Okay. It's the 16 personalities. Yep. Yes. And then... That one has... It's really detailed, too. So yes. Yeah. So that's a good it's one. It's free. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, free. That's, that's nice. a good one. Yeah. That's nice. Um, should we move on to Enneagram? We did want to say one thing oh, yeah. about the job real quick is that um, I'm an INFP and I'm in a very corporate like the opposite of spectrum or end of where I, my Myers-Briggs types would tell me there to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a struggle and it's one of those things where you're like, not every day is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you are in something like that, um, and probably this falls more with people who are, are really creative is to find your creative outlet mm-hmm. <laughs> have right. a hobby, right. whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be painting. I don't paint. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> and I've actually writing just been getting, yeah, writing yeah. or I've been getting into floral design. Um, pottery is really mm-hmm. fun, but just finding somewhere where you feel like you can yep. get that yeah. and kind of, it's almost like mm-hmm. feeding yourself that mm-hmm. creative, yeah. um, mm-hmm. the creativity, because that's kind of really what, carries you through because yeah. yeah it can yeah. be hard if mm-hmm. you don't have that outlet yeah, that's a, such a good point <laughs> that's really good so yeah that's good that actually feeds right into Enneagram because there is an Enneagram type that is creative and they say that too like if you're not um actually creating like a four it's a yeah it's mm-hmm. it can create lots of like extra stress mm-hmm. um my sister's a four. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's and that's what they, I think I've seen with that. Bringing like, beauty into the world, I yeah. think, is kind of the... the you're going to be creating somewhere, mm-hmm. and if you're not, yep. then it might be a sign of unhealthy, you're in a state yeah. of unhealthy yep. versus healthy. So, okay, rundown of the Enneagram. Yeah. Find my thing here. So, um, so um, I'm going to start with type 8. Why? Because if you don't start with the eights, they leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if anyone watching, if, so if I can leave. identify as an eight. No, it, it's so no, it's. Uh, type, Are you trying to no. give a message of some sort to anybody in particular? I have a room? friend. I have a friend. No. Um, I know who's an eight, but that's not a friend who is not watching now, but will be later. But we've talked about. The struggles of being a Christian eight. Oh yeah, <laughs> and a Christian female, female. eight. Mm-hmm. So right, that's the fun. Of- so well, as we those go are through, called the challengers, correct? Yeah. Wendy says, "Guess my number." <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what this four? Note? Is Do I know what it is? Guess, four? guess my number. Are you a uh, four, Wendy? I was, she might be a nine. I don't know. Boy, I, I don't think I. She could be a nine. She might be nine. Let's see, four, nine, a peacemaker, easygoing, receptive, reassuring, no, agreeable, complacent. Okay, sorry. <laughs> don't tell the eights who they You're are. You're ruining Candace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eights. Here no, you go. a lot of yeah. times if you listen to people who describe it, they start at the eight and then they go around. Oh, funny. Um, also, there's connections between sets of numbers, mm-hmm. and it's eight, nine, one is mm-hmm. the groups grouping. So. Sometimes that's helpful, but we don't have to get yep. too. So you've got your main it type. It can get kind of complicated. It can. So yeah. I would. Yeah. Like, so there's your main type. I wouldn't get too into wings. that. They're called wings. I wouldn't even get into wings. Yeah. Honestly. Well, if you're super interested in this. Yes. It's but fun. at the first go, don't worry about yeah. with wings. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You'll learn about it and if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably wise just to start with yeah. Yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Right. That's what I did. And I have <laughs> been called eights. 
scary. No, no, no. <laughs> They're the challengers. We love you, apes. Okay. So the thing with the Enneagram no. is you can all do the same behavior, but all have a different reason for doing same it. Motivation. And the Enneagram is not about behavior. It's about your motivation underneath. So um, it's not, in, I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't break down behavior. Mm-hmm. It, it looks more at what's going on underneath. So every number has a core um, fear, desire, and weakness. Mm-hmm. And, and longing, I guess I wrote that down here. So mm-hmm. for an eight, they're known as the challenger. Their core um, desire is protecting themselves and those in their inner circle. Mm-hmm. So they are known for... Um, being self-confident, decisive, willful, confrontational, but because of their motivation, their is. motivation is they they can be some of the, the fiercest advocates for justice for things, and, and it doesn't have to be huge justice, but even like my friends in trouble, I'm yes. gonna mm-hmm. go get them. So their their core fear is being weak, which is why they you get this strong like. Mm-hmm. presence like they mm-hmm. come across strong mm-hmm. because they fear being weak powerless harmed controlled mm-hmm. or they fear that you know on someone else um mm-hmm. and then so a core weakness is and it's called lust or excess basically constantly design desiring intensity control and power pushing themselves willfully on life in order mm-hmm. and people in order to get what they desire so their core longing which is well, the message they long to hear is you will not be betrayed so, that's an eight. Um, so yes, usually seen as like the worst one to be. <laughs> well, <laughs> you that's said you're the an thing. Eight. I think. <laughs> yeah, there's. I was going to talk about that. Yes, yeah, like, so we're going to get to that. Yes. <laughs> that's good because, I mean, we didn't, I, we didn't go there with Myers Briggs, and I, and the people can with any assessment tool of like oh Anna yeah oh you must be that yeah you know right just that whole like oh you're a you're a with a butt wing yeah oh that's always so but but there's you want an eight as a friend because oh yeah they they will protect you yeah yeah they will fight for you when you don't fight for yourself yeah 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 um so then nine is the peacemaker, mm-hmm. um, and their core desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So they fear being in conflict, tension, or discord, um, do not like feeling shut out or overlooked, mm-hmm. losing connection with others. And it's like that personal peace. Um, and then they're, they're like, can't we all just get along, guys? Right. Like, yeah. Right. And, um, their weakness is sloth. Nines are known mm-hmm. on the Enneagram energy-wise. When you talk about, like, energy, mm-hmm. nines have the least amount yeah. of energy. Um, hey, man. And I, <laughs> I but that's why they, like, are easy. one of the most wantable numbers. I mean, I kind of see the Desirable. nines as, like, yeah, yeah, wantable. Yeah. Wantable. <laughs> but you're going to talk one, about that later, I'm right? going to talk Come about on, it. Man. The one people <laughs> desire to be the most, is that what you mean? Yes, Wantable? exactly. Yeah. Wantable. <laughs> There's a reason it's at the You guys top. know what I mean, right? <laughs> uh, circle. It's getting light. No. <laughs> Is it? No. Well, I mean, I don't know. 
we depends on we're who you okay. ask. <laughs> yes, it does. We've held steady at 15s. Yeah. Um, core longing is your presence matters. Nines often feel like they are overlooked. Um, and I'm an I I identify as a nine, and I it makes sense because you often um, you let for the sake of peace in a relationship or in a situation you step you know you Mm -hmm. step away from your desires and um so then it's like you you can get that feeling of being trampled on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep and then and then nines have this fog that's just unreal um but (laughs) of being able to figure out what they do desire because they're constantly Um, thinking about everyone else similar to that too <laughs> um similar mm-hmm. yeah maybe a lot of a lot of people um maybe not in the people pleasing way it's no like a two we'll get to the you gotta have a, always look at that motivation mm-hmm. and but a lot of times people the christian women go between the nine and the two and we've talked about that mm-hmm. um but when you dive into the motivation um it helps mm-hmm. and you might see where you are core weakness is sloth which is, um, oh, I said that, mm-hmm. it's because of that. It, and, but more talking about inner, like falling asleep to your own passions, your, mm-hmm. what you want, um, your desires, needs, mm-hmm. because you, um, you merge with others. Yeah. Okay, so then one is the reformer. Um, they have the core motivation is having integrity, being good, balanced, accurate, virtuous, and right. Um, their fear is uh, of being wrong. <laughs> Bad, evil, inappropriate, unredeemable, or corruptible. So they are sensible, ethical, responsible, idealistic, tend to be serious, self-disciplined. Yep. Um, That's how I remember. A and one. And I yeah. Type one. Yeah. Like type A <laughs> personality. Yeah. They're typically more than likely. Yeah. They really well. That's that's again the interesting thing because don't look at their behavior. Mm-hmm. It's type A behavior. Mm-hmm. There are some other ones in here that mm-hmm. have type that type A. I have to have it do yeah. it this mm-hmm. way, but their motivation is a different. Yeah. Because I okay. So it's so it, it always, always goes back, back to mm-hmm. which is why it's, it's really important not to. I think it would be really challenging and interesting as far as like using it in a team approach or like, I think it's great for getting to know people Mm -hmm. and understanding and having empathy, but then not doing the, Oh, you did that. So that might, maybe you're a, it's so hard not to do that. It's so hard. It's so, cause you're, you want to know. Yes. You want to try to guess that. Orient yourself. You want to box people. So when I, the way it's helped initially to give you an idea, I don't know. I like to kind of be like, "Hmm." right. A lot of times the guesses are wrong because you, that, to get to that core, unless they say something like, Mm -hmm. I do this because Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, it can be really hard to, to get to it. When I know if someone's told me, I'm mm-hmm. like, you've told me you're an eight, and then I'm learning about it, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. now I understand why Kelly does blah, blah, blah. Like, I can get some more understanding. Yeah. If that's probably more meaningful than trying to guess. Just yeah. look at people's actions. So it's, in and of itself, it's, it's only helping you if you don't know anyone else's. Um, so it's, 
it's mm-hmm. got some limits if you if no one else is like aware of it but if you if right you know if you get someone else in your house talking about it then you might learn a little bit more about some, right. someone else right yeah. um but you can box people in if you start guessing or making assumptions about people yeah yep. so i mean it's it's fun to guess yes but you want to be careful for making assumptions yeah you know yeah Better to ask questions. Right. So the, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> Why do you, you tend to yeah, yeah. do you do this because X Y Z? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, very good idea. That's really good. So their core longing is to be good, or no, they want to hear you are good because mm-hmm. they are not always. That's their. Fear. This is number one. This so. is number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can someone comment if they also lost sound? Oh, never mind. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I got a bit. Okay. The two is the helper. We talked about a little bit. So two, um, the core desire is to be appreciated, Mm -hmm. loved, and wanted. Mm -hmm. So um, it's really that to to really be um, loved. And so they do everything out of that. I mean, not everything, but that's their core motivation. Um, and their fear is being rejected and unwanted, being thought worthless, needy, inconsequential, dispensable, or unworthy of love. Um, so their core longing to hear is you are wanted and loved. Mm-hmm. Core weakness is pride, um, denying their own needs and emotions while using their amazing intuition to discover and focus on the emotions and needs of others, confidently inserting their helpful support in hopes that others will say how grateful they are for type two's thoughtful care. Mm-hmm. So turning things into the servant. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. the server. Yes. Absolutely. They're the, they are the servers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, three are the achievers. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. Just going back to two, like it says people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And so you might think, I could see that with the nine, the peacemaker, but peacemakers aren't trying to please you so you like me. Right. They're trying to save relationship. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's all of that core mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So um, the achiever is number three, success-oriented. Their core desire is having high status and respect, being admired, successful, and valuable. These are goal-oriented, accomplished. They usually excel at what they do. Um, they can be they. Um, they can embellish the truth or be overly competitive, focused only on their own accomplishments. Um, they measure themselves by external achievement and roles that they play. So their fear is being exposed or as or thought incompetent, inefficient, or worthless, mm-hmm. um, failing to to be or appear successful. Their weakness is deceit. Um, and it's just an interesting one. It's deceiving themselves into believing that they are only the image they present to others. Mm-hmm. Embellishing the truth by putting on a polished persona for everyone, including themselves to see and admire. Is that like the imposter mindset? Yeah, I think I have. So that's where you're in this role, you're doing something really, you know, incredible. You're managing a team or something like that, but you don't feel like you've actually have made it there or have yeah. done all the, all the steps you needed to take. You're to really never going to get, I'm a right. three. Okay. <laughs> You'll never like, it's like you, yeah, you, 
you just you're you have high standards so you just want to always and it's about like what what you what the last part that you said about like kind of um the the fear of the three the fear. it really resonates with me um but i took this one over and over and over because i didn't mm -hmm. want to be the three no. so yeah but it, that it, is a really but it does really after i sat with this it's it really has resonated with me mm -hmm. and it's been a, it's been a really great thing mm -hmm. for me to look at because yes i there's good things and there's things that i can grow in mm -hmm. and that's been really helpful that area yeah you know and that's mm -hmm. part of the that's awesome thing about these right exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the point yeah <laughs> so so we the part about the the kind of the icky feeling of the enneagram or just the uncomfortable right like, i don't want to be is, that yep yeah and it's supposed to be that way sure and thus like so the book that you could put in the comments mm -hmm. um that's just real general gives you kind of a nice overview is um the road back to you and there's two authors you have you quoted one of them in your intro um but in that book they say like the weaknesses are to kind of it would turn you to god for transformation sure. and for that because if you don't know where your blind spots are mm -hmm. it helps you be like okay this is a struggle and then to say yeah it's not a i'm going to figure this out and make myself better mm -hmm. but i can then turn to god and say hey and ask for god to take over mm -hmm. and do his work um and to just even see those blind spots yes you know? like, because yeah yeah mm -hmm. and if you are trying to figure out what type you are it's very common for what you did said yeah it happened to me too to take it over to or? no to find the one that you really you know one that hits you like nope i don't want to be that could very well be the one that you are. Yeah, but female eights. Well, maybe maybe eights and threes should have a party. <laughs> isn't, it, <laughs> isn't it interesting though? Because that, like, to me, I'm like, oh, I could be a three. I mean, an eight, like, right? But man, when I kept hearing about the nine, I was like, that is the worst number. <laughs> <laughs> really? I always think they're so admirable. I always like, think the nine are the best. I hear that, yeah. and then the sevens. But you'll get into that oh, later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I, I have actually heard an uh, author say that, that, you know, when you're taking, um, if you take the test thing um, or you're looking at them all, that just kind of go back to the one that you're not sure about. And then also the other thing is um, if you go over and over them and you can't find any, there's a very good chance you're a nine. <laughs> saying no that and that has to be of that identity exactly and that you take you pull from all of them and so i'm like oh yeah i got that oh wait yep mm -hmm. oh yeah yep <laughs> right I can, I can see it me myself <laughs> myself <Right. laughs> oh man so um that is funny that's just funny yeah little funny i can see i can it. really see that for the nines <laughs> sorry it's <laughs> it's awful <laughs> um bit of a chameleon Yes. Yeah. You yes. asked me to bring my favorite coffee cup. I hate yeah. those questions. <laughs> oh, I just was thinking, oh, we didn't do that. Should we do it really quick? No. <laughs> How about I get through the yeah, numbers? Keep Let's get through yeah, the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. We got to get through. What are we on? Four. Ah, oh, four. The individualist. Um, it's 920, so. Okay. 
but we still have 12 people hanging out with us. Okay. So good. So we're <laughs> going. Individualists. Okay, these are the um, expressive. Uh, they tend to be the artistic, sensitive, yes. creative, articulate. Their core desire is to be unique, special, and authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, they really want to feel like they are. There's no one like them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, Which is usually true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, they're pretty unique. Yeah. They yeah. fear being inadequate, emotionally cut off, plain, mundane, defective, or insignificant. Um, so their their core weakness is envy, feeling that they are tragically flawed or something funda- foundational is missing inside them and others possess qualities that like they like. So it's not like envy of oh, I like your sweater. I want that. Mm-hmm. It's more of I wish I was that inner way. yeah qualities and feeling like they will never be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like this feeling of deficiency mm-hmm. right so their core longing is you are seen and loved you want to hear that you're seen and loved for exactly who you are special mm-hmm. and unique mm-hmm. um type five is the investigator um That's what i thought i was thinking. oh mm-hmm. me too because i'm like i want to investigate like yeah. Think. yeah yeah <laughs> i want to be five too <laughs> <laughs> so the cool thing about the Enneagram, the cool thing about the Enneagram is you can like dabble in all of them, right? <laughs> because the idea is that we are we are not we are fluid in yeah, our personality right, and right. we fluctuate and we pull from other ones too. Well, and maybe when we don't like when we're hearing the number that we are, we we. We tend to look at the weaknesses right yeah. away mm-hmm. versus like when I'm looking at all the other numbers, yeah. when I'm looking at you, I'm yeah. looking, oh, nines, you yeah. know, eight, yeah. the strengths and yeah. the different, you know, it's like, oh, but yeah. you don't look at your own. Like, I don't, you don't look at my own strengths. Yeah. I just yeah. looked at like, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a narcissist. Great. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, not fun. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. yeah. And yeah, keep going. Okay. So the five's core desire is to be capable and competent. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, um, they, they fear being annihilated. (laughs) I don't think I've read this before. Okay. Talk a little louder. Okay. (laughs) They fear being annihilated, invaded, or not existing. That's that's tough. Um, being thought incapable or ignorant, having obligations placed on them, or their energy depleted. Yeah, they have some energy issues. I, I was just learning about this, actually. Um, so they are uh, more perceptive, innovative. I'm just looking at some other terms because um, I don't know. I don't know a lot about a lot, all the numbers, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to give some ideas. Um, fives like information. Yes, that's like fives like read. that. So like to, yes, like just information for information's sake. Yes, like mm-hmm. even if it's not important, like. Tell me, tell me, tell yep. me, tell yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. Do fives like retain that information? I wonder. I think so. If they're do, interested they're like, in it, mm-hmm. okay. for sure. Because I do I think like, they can you want, come like, across five, five trivia games. And you're like, all right, what's the answer? Five. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Like just they know. Yeah. They can come across as intellectually arrogant. Yes. Oh. So that could kind of yes. yeah. That. <laughs> so <laughs> love those guys on your or yes. people on yeah. your. Uh, <laughs> Your, your, your trivia um, games. Yeah. So, yeah. Trivia. so it's just super interesting because they, they want to be capable. So that's where they go. Sure. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's interesting. So their, their weakness is avarice, 
which is an interesting word, but it means feeling that they lack inner resources and that too much interaction with others will lead to catastrophic depletion. Holding themselves from contact with the world, holding on to their resources and minimizing their needs. But it's all about, like, this is how much I have and I don't think I have enough Mm -hmm. to share it all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's an interesting... Introverted, smart, nerd people, I feel like. I feel like I need to... The ones I know. I need (laughs) to meet one to have more of the, okay, I'm understanding. Because it helps... I've listened to a lot of podcasts where they interview different types, and yeah. it helps to just hear someone else's right. story because you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Right. The that. people in my family or the people whose types I know, I know way more about them than I've never met a whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one or three, I think, are the ones missing from my <laughs> small <laughs> sphere. <laughs> so, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, six is the loyalist. We have two left. The loyalist um, core desire is having guidance, security, and support. What number is this? Six. Six. They are people who anticipate life's dangers. Safety is their thing. When healthy, they have faith, are courageous, loyal, and effective. When struggling, they are cowardly, hypervigilant, and paranoid. Um, so their core fear is feeling fear itself, being without support, security, or guidance. So that's huge. Um, and then it kind of makes sense. The core weakness is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Scanning the horizon of life and trying to predict and prevent negative outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, how are our six doing? Six is doing in the pandemic. I, I, I feel like, uh, right. what's the, um, Inside Out movie? Yeah. There's the, whatever the character is that's like, what's that? Whoa, hey, oh, look out. Fear. That's fear. Is it? Yeah. That's fear. That's yeah. what I think of. Like, yes. Yeah. They like structure, organization. Yeah. Like, all for safety. And I do otherwise know. Otherwise, it's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. This isn't in the rules. <laughs> and because they long hear you are safe and secure. Yes. And I do know a six. And it's like, it's been so helpful for her to say, like, she knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I be- a lot of her decisions she based off of safety. Mm-hmm. And stability mm-hmm. so it's it is really interesting yeah um okay seven sevens but enthusiasts <laughs> interesting that you can have this extra i'll talk about that but you can they're not always the extroverts but you can have introvert of an extroverts in every member mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah so i think of the enthusiasts being like the Definitely. life of the party they are the yeah. fun ones they want the fun <laughs> Yep. Yeah, we often the fun. fun. Or just adventure, oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, or it's like, so they, a core desire is to be happy, fully satisfied, and content. Their fear is being deprived, trapped in emotional pain. They tend to, like, not go to emotions. So if, if you're, there's a whole other aspect of Enneagram where you can talk about emotions, mm-hmm. and you can learn about kind of that underlying. Um, their weakness is gluttony, because mm-hmm. they can go... Too much. Too much. <laughs> and they always want more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to long to be heard. You will be taken care of. Um, and they just don't want to miss out on the fun. Um, yeah, but they often are, like, making the fun or just, mm-hmm. or, or, or like, to go to somewhere to have yeah. fun or, or yeah. planning an adventure and or something. Like introverts and extroverts and every type. I think my brother's a seven. <laughs> He's all over the place. But he likes to 
go on adventures, but by himself, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he takes train rides to Portland just for the experience of being on a train and meeting strangers. Yeah. You know, so it's not necessarily, like, a party activity. Right. They tend to be go, 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 like, always having to have something. Yeah. That is, that is, yeah, they have to have something they can't. It's it's hard for them to be still and to... Mm -hmm. mm, just be. It's like that kid in class who's legs always going. Which, and you're like, stop it, stop it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the one thing I wanted to say, too, about, because that made me think of this, is, like, the you might, so so I'm, I identify as a nine. I could go meet another nine, and I'm like, whoa, we are so different. <laughs> okay. And so they, they describe it as colors. So, like, if nine is the color blue. There's all these shades, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think that's how that's another reason why it's hard to put someone in a box mm-hmm. because there's oh you don't seem like a seven like yeah. you don't plan any parties I haven't been to yeah. any fun things with you you know like I mean right something like that where it's it it can look different in so many ways so yeah. there's a lot of variety yeah. to it um, which I think is kind of fun mm-hmm. about it because. It's just kind of a fun thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's the number. So it's 930. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we want to end up talking about um, how we can... um, get along and appreciate each other. Uh, I do want to mention the one lady who had the question about if you do feel like an insider. I mean, when I was thinking about all these different topics, my thought kind of before mulling this all over and getting to this point was about how the church is viewed as really clicky and women in particular, like making other women feel bad or different or left out Mm -hmm. Um, and gossip too, but I didn't (laughs) throw that in there, but that's something too that I kind of maybe feel convicted about. Um, But somebody asked if you don't feel like you're connected to women in the church and you don't fit anywhere, what can you do? You had some thoughts, I think. Did you say? Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was thinking about a couple things. (laughs) About what I just said. Um, Yeah, so I guess, I mean, I... My thoughts are... um, Kind of just switch my thoughts. Sorry. In my brain. Well, I'll say my blurb first. Okay, say your blurb. How to break into a church circle. Yep. Um... For me, it's always started with volunteering because I think it's so hard. It's a new place. Like, it's not like we're in kindergarten where you're like, do you want to be my friend? You know, like, adults just don't do that. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I don't even know how, if I went to a new church and didn't start volunteering, how would you even meet people? I don't even know unless it was like you go to an event mm-hmm. or things like that. But even still, you can show up at an event and not talk to anybody and leave. So for me, it's always started with volunteering. And and it doesn't have to be like, you're a youth leader. You know, mm-hmm. like my husband didn't had never done any volunteering in church. And I was like, well, let's stand at the door and we'll greet people and hand out bulletins, yeah. you know. And so we got, we got to see people, but who we got connected with was the other people on our team. So, like, at mm-hmm. New Hope, if you're, a, you know, on the host team, they gather before service and meet and pray and go over, and you get to know those people. And so it kind of starts there, and then, oh, this is my friend so-and-so, and mm-hmm. you meet people from there. But 
And then a small group too, which is intimidating to walk into a group of people who have been meeting or know each other, but it's a good starting point from walking into church on Sunday and knowing nobody. Right. So that's my suggestion to answer that person's question. Yeah. How do you break into a group of people if you don't know anybody? Yeah. So I, I think that's good. I think I would say, um, you, it's important to, uh, it's important to be part of the church and I'm not talking New Hope hope or the (laughs) structure or Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. but, be in community mm-hmm. with believers mm-hmm. is vital. Right. And so if you catch that vision and you believe that, then you will find a way to do that. <clears throat> and right. it can look so many different ways, mm-hmm. but if you can find some way to step out and um, connect somehow. Yeah. And, and like with groups, I've heard shared location or shared interests. So, you know, like our small group was started because Bryce separated people by zip code or like mm-hmm. East Cambridge, West Cambridge. And we were the, the northern zip codes, you know, yeah. Yeah. we were Stanchfield and you were Mora. Yeah. And so we call ourselves the Northern Misfits, our <laughs> group of you know, however many four, yeah. four-ish families. And so, you know. I don't know how we can figure that post in here. <laughs> right. See people near you, but or a shared interest. Yeah, or just and really, it's so I've I've read a couple books lately on just really pushing women to um, to go deeper and to um, to to be all in for the church. Mm-hmm. And I've been really impressed by just like, if you, even if you're an introvert, like you got to go out, you got to mm-hmm. take the first step. Yeah. No one's going to necessarily come to you. Maybe someone is. Yeah. Which is great. Um, but I think the challenge is, can you take the first step? Can mm-hmm. you ask someone to virtual coffee? Mm-hmm. Can you um, yeah, even right. just real simple um, things? I mean... I would first say pray and say, God's going to lead you and guide you. And um, you don't have to um, check boxes of like, well, I'm not doing this. And it must not be, you know, right. must not be a good Christian or something. But, um, but I do think that um, I do think we have to take, you kind of have to, you have to take a risk Mm -hmm. and you have to, um, put yourself out there and you may get um, door slammed on you. You may totally get rejected, but that's okay. Not. I hope <laughs> not too, but I, right. that yeah. we are, we are not perfect. Well, in yeah. I might be having a there's bad day. chance of rejection. Yeah. 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 And it's the church. Well, and, and we're it's just great right. at hurting people. Yeah. yeah. And Emily and I were talking before this too, of like, we might put ourselves in expectations of what other people think or yeah. what we think we need to be doing. To connect with people. So to try to get outside of the box and to, you know, to look at how God's created you. That's why we talk about these, yes. these assessments. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, can I read what I was going to read mm-hmm. <laughs> really quick before we have to end? Yes. Um, and this kind of, people. <laughs> this kind of goes right into um, just into that. Like, just because I think what holds us back sometimes is comparing 
mm-hmm. ourselves. And I know you yeah. wanted to kind That's of touch good. on that a little bit, making sure that we're not comparing ourselves. These mm-hmm. tools are really like yeah. to help us be better parents, to help us be better yeah. coworkers, mm-hmm. to help us be, you know, to, to see our strengths and our, our blind spots. And when we can mm-hmm. see our blind spots, we can really thrive. And so mm-hmm. I just want to read from um, Without Rival from Lisa Bevere. Um, it's a really, it's, I haven't read the whole book yet, but I, but I've always heard her talk. I've heard her talk about it on podcasts mm-hmm. and really love it, especially when it comes to women and comparing themselves. So I'm reading from the first chapter. It says, Lisa says, our father's marvelous love for us is infinite, intimate, and unique. You are uniquely loved because you were created uniquely. Unique means the sole example of prototype or only one. And my favorite definition without equal or rival. Our Father God stands alone without rival, so we shouldn't be surprised that his eyes, that in his eyes we are daughters without rival, which eliminates every reason that we should ever compete with one another. You are the only example of you. You are the beginning and the end of you. There is not a designer sample scheduled for mass production. Which is what we can do sometimes with, with these the tests. tests yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his lineage, there are no copies or same or equal. There is no rival for the way you express his love to others or for how he expresses his love to you. No one can do you like you. Mm-hmm. God uniquely created your DNA and knit your frame in secret so he could surprise the world. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, yeah. that really is God's heart. And then I just want to read from... Um, Romans 12, 5 through 6, it's the message. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, so, we, so since we find ourselves fashioned in all, into all these excellently formed and marvelous, marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. Mm-hmm. So... Um, she just says to, she says, we're going to stop comparing ourselves with others because comparison is not inspiration. Mm-hmm. Comparison is cheating us in this earth and this earth of what, of who we truly are. Mm-hmm. Where is the need for comparison or competition if our value and identity are ultimately tied to our in, innate uniqueness by God? Yeah. And so this is mm-hmm. what, like, as believers, this is our heart. Yeah. But that's why we turn to some of these tools yeah. and assessments, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I would just, you know, say again to the, to the person who reached out about, you know, feeling like an outsider, mm-hmm. it's like, we're all unique and yeah. Yeah. to take those steps and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Do you want to say anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just soaking it. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I, I like that. I like copy that and paste that <laughs> into the comments. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's good. There was um, a free sample I downloaded. Nice. The first two chapters. Yeah. On her website, but yeah. um, I would highly recommend the book. It yeah. wasn't yeah. very expensive at all. Mm-hmm. A huge Audible. Audible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think and that I do would stuff be a great house. Audible <laughs> one. Actually, yeah. she, I think she reads it, and she's she's dynamic. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, Our coffee mugs. Coffee mugs, yeah. I'll post in there too. (laughs) Right now, media has uh, um, a few videos by Flourish. It's a Canadian, Canadian ladies. 
I knew it as soon as I pushed play. I was like, this has to be in Canada. <laughs> anyway, but I'll copy and paste this section from the Flourish thing that I enjoyed too, talking about diversity and like, don't surround yourself with people who are oh, like yeah, you. You would put something. Yeah. That's really. Yeah. I'll post it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do coffee mugs. There are six of these discussions. And so I said to Brian, I was like, I have to buy a new coffee mug because <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> anyway, so I used up my other one so far, but red is my favorite color. And I don't really decorate my house much with red because it's like, whoa, um, except at Christmas. So I like having <laughs> things that are red, you know, that just make mm -hmm. me happy. So it's just plain red mug from Target. But you can watch the past episodes awesome. to see my other favorite mug that's awesome but <laughs> yours looks fancy this is my mug yeah so um my kids got this for me at oh. know, hospital gift shop actually like <laughs> find really cool things there <laughs> um sometimes those are the best and it shops. has it says live with purpose and then it has this cool cover like ceramic Keep it hot. To keep it a little hotter for a little longer, which yeah. helps me. <laughs> and it has uh, Philippians 4.13 on it. Oh. So, and that's like, well, I'm in it. So it's kind of fun. Yay. And I couldn't find the lid for the last, like, two months. I just <laughs> oh, found it this week, and I was so Perfect. happy. <laughs> that's funny. Two months. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm Favorite coffee good. mug. This is a handmade oh, stoneware mug crafted mm -hmm. um i like pottery so oh, i grabbed yeah. this one and then it's also erickson farmstead so oh. <laughs> we got married there and they um yeah. gifted me the bride this mug so That's i was fun. excited in 2019 and shout out to people who have watched that movie what yeah. is it called again the listing on hulu it's called the christmas in farmstead but everywhere else it's the christmas listing mm -hmm. but yes locally filmed <laughs> so this funny. spring where Emily got married, so that's fun. <laughs> They're not supporting this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. No, no. I should go out and get sponsorships, <laughs> right? We promote your time. Yeah. Yeah. You drink a lot of coffee. You said it was hard to figure out which mug to buy. I, uh, my, I can, like, barely close my coffee. <laughs> I need to get another shelf going because yeah, I love them. They make cool oh. things for your wall that With are, racks. like, decoration slash like functional. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't like clutter, so I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> I have one with three hooks, so I have three oh, lugs hanging on my. It's kind of my compromise. And they'd have to be all the same color. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that, is that your what tire, is Jay? That? What is going oh, on? Oh, man. Um, this is my favorite mug. It's my good friend made it for me. Oh, she's cool. she's um, growing in her pottery ability, so she. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. So, Sue Redfield, I, I don't know saying people's names, <laughs> but we have a lady here who has her own pottery studio and who, oh, pre-COVID, had done, class, like, Bible study. Oh, yeah. You know, Great. small groups, but... I want to come over and do she have her next with her. <laughs> I don't oh, think she's so cool. this year, but I... I would love to know how to talk she was, mm, yeah, 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 all kinds of art and, yeah. and has led women's art groups, so mm -hmm. we'll mm -hmm. connect you guys, <laughs> Yeah, too. But... All right. Well, I think we're going to close out in prayer. Um, yeah. And just want to mention, if you have questions about anything, um, want to know anything, please find a way to contact the church, any social media, our website, nhccmn.org. And we would love to get you connected 
in any way, if you're feeling like you're not connected, we have one-on-one mentorships, we have small groups, we have, um, I would say to utilize this group. Um, if you're watching right now in this group, post, I love pottery. Does anyone else, you know, or mm, does yeah. anyone want to get together and whatever, you know, use this group. That's like my joy when I see people, you know, posting prayer requests and encouraging things. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, people use it. That's mm-hmm. what it's there for. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to say that too, but all right, we'll close in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this time together. Um, I thank you for these women that are here that um, have shared their stories with us. I just pray that you would bless them as they go out um, back into their lives, whatever that they're doing, that you would just bless that. Um, Have your hand on them. And we thank you for being so creative that you have just designed us all so uniquely, um, such individuals. And I pray that you would just speak to us um, over this next week that We are unique and we are loved and just show us the way that uh, you have created us and help us uh, grow in our relationship with you um, throughout the next week. And um, I want to pray too. We had a lady with a prayer request. Um, You saw what that was, God, and you know what the situation is with the health concerns. And so we lift her up to you as well. In your name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you um, next Thursday. We will be talking about grief and loss. Um, And we have two ladies who have lost children coming and then um third one pending but may have also maybe the person who lost a child so um grief and loss and then the week after we'll talk about abortion and the church's response